back across the pot. You think we would have recorded in person, but not possible. No, no. Why would we do that? Uh, you'd think we would, but honestly, when would that have happened? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think it could have happened. Little look inside, little look behind the curtain, there, everybody. We don't, uh, <laughs> we don't have time in person. Okay, good, good. I we should stop, stop. making time uh, online as well, based on this content. <laughs> Welcome to episode 665 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is Adam in Vancouver. You're still in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm back in Vancouver. Well, you're there. You, you're, you're, you didn't. Where'd you go? I went. I went to Seattle yesterday. Oh, you went to. Oh, you went to Seattle yesterday. Yeah, yesterday for the day we went for the. Uh, the baseball game, second last oh, game right. of the season, do or die, oh. and they died. And they died. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I actually, I forgot one. that this was the end of the end, the last weekend of the, of the season. I thought they were yeah, already they, done, but no, no. Second last day of the season was yesterday. They needed to win, and they needed Houston to lose one of their final two games, and they would have the last wild card spot. And they did not win and Houston then did win and now they are mathematically eliminated uh so that was that was it that was a wrap it was a little bit of a somber state in uh T-Mobile Park yesterday after they kind of right. laid an egg they got they got they got beat pretty bad with their uh, ace on the mound and like yeah it was just a game that you know i really thought they were going to win I, th- I feel like yeah. everybody there thought they were going to win and it did not materialize so it's kind of interesting when you get 45 or 50 000, whatever whatever it was completely sold out whatever a sellout is at t-mobile i'm going to say between 44 and 48,000 people um it's 47,150 and, and you can hear a pin drop in there um yeah. after they go down five buzz oh man yeah yeah so they should have let jack like pinch hit in the eighth yeah, I mean today because the this is the last day of Major League Baseball and all the clinches happened in both the National League and American League yesterday, so all the games yeah. are meaningless today. Um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna play every like maybe maybe even some of the people on the staff are gonna get a chance to go in the game yeah. today for those teams that are gonna be playing in the playoffs and just don't want to oh. have anything bad happen, rest players and whatnot. So that's weird because. I, I know they said like I, I went and checked on the on the website and it said hey it's all the teams are in but it's not all decided yet like who gets to play where and whatnot but all the teams are definitely in the postseason they know who it is but what mm-hmm. they did a few years ago which is really really quite cool is they changed the schedule on the last day of the season so that all the games kick off at the exact same time mm-hmm. uh, three o'clock Eastern now because it used to be a lot of scoreboard watching. So like, for example, if the M's had a late, you know, like a seven o'clock game on the last day um, on, on the West coast, there could be a game, you know, on the East coast, they had to, you know, let's say the Yankees had to lose. Um, if the Yankees lose, then the, the M's are automatically in. So they would just sit and watch that game. And then if the Yankees lost, that game meant nothing. But this way they all start at three. There's no more scoreboard watching. You got to play except for this yeah. year. Except for this year, it's yeah, it doesn't. Other than maybe, I guess, who plays who can still change, yeah. but uh, yeah, the teams are all in. So, anyways, that was it was a good time. It's fun to go down, and it's I mean, the energy in a stadium when you get that many people uh, together to watch something, it's kind of like a collective uh, buzz, I guess, that you get. Like it's it's awesome. So, really enjoyed it. Went with Jack. Uh, bought tickets because uh, it was a sell like resale, which is funny because day to day the the prices fluctuate like crazy based on especially end of the season based on whether or not it's a really important game so we bought the the tickets a couple days out with the thought that this might be a meaningless game and that would not be awesome and then they mariners won the last two uh or the previous two games to make it an 
incredibly important game. Like I said, a season on the line um, situation and uh, you know, the ticket prices like, you know, almost tripled from the time that we bought them. So we we're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then the tickets prices today, I'm sure are like, I'm you know, they're, they're paying you to go today because it was a sellout, but right. nobody cares anymore. So um, yeah, I guess kind of one of those take your, uh, take your tickets and just burn them or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you give them, give them to a neighbor, someone who doesn't know that the season's over. Yeah. Free popcorn at, at T-Mobile today. I'm sure something like that. Yeah. Like, they have to do something. Yeah. Get people to go. I don't know. All right. Patreon. You want to help us out? Uh, we're buying the Mariners. I don't know if Adam told you that after this, this year. Um, so you want to help us out buying the Mariners. Click on our site, twohosers.com, find the Patreon link, pledge a couple of bucks. Actually, you really just, I think I just give all my money to whoever runs the interweb because I got another notice today like, oh, hey, this this domain name is is due. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like I pay that one every every three months. And it's like I, I do a two-year <laughs> subscription like every three months. So right. I'm thinking of getting in the domain registration business. That's the racket to, to get into. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so, so there's that. But uh, uh, once again, thank you to all the Patreons, Patreoners, and uh, anybody else who wants to join. Hey, we're not stopping you. Talk, talk you. about like businesses to get into too. Uh, the ticket reselling business. Like, wow, that's a great thing. Like, you don't produce anything. All you do is provide a platform to shuffle stuff around, and uh, yeah, you come out looking pretty great. Like the the whatever the fees on top of whatever your ticket price is, whatever twenty five percent of just like user fees to to mm-hmm. provide a platform for people to buy and sell and swap their their tickets. That's that's a good gig to have. A lot of middlemen right these days. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. I actually had a talk with a buddy of mine yesterday about stuff like middlemen where we don't need mid- or middle women. I'm not sexist. It could be either. Uh, but uh, a lot of people getting in the middle, and, that, and that's what that. Well, I guess what that's what that is. I mean, it used to be scalpers would have to go and buy the Bon Jovi tickets, and then t- you know sometimes they'd take a bath on them, and uh, sometimes they'd make off like bandits. So I guess that that's gone by now. Now it's a free market kind of an Uber deal, and uh, they just they just take ten percent of or five percent of whatever. Yeah, except it's way more than five or ten percent. But yes, exactly. And and you can just when you buy those tickets at any point, you can just sell them back, right? So at the point where right. our tickets had gone up, it's like the stock market. You can just turn around and sell. And I think, I mean, I didn't try to sell them, but I think you can just list them for whatever you want. I mean, you might not get it, and then the right. site just take just takes their cut. But yeah, because I mean, you know, there'll be there'll be tickets in your section uh, that go for let's say or or selling for let's who knows if they get it for like six hundred dollars a seat and then the ones next to those are a hundred and thirty dollars a seat so like it's just it's just a free-for-all but crazy crazy times crazy yeah i guess that's in every kind of walk of life now i guess that that sort of exists it exists in in hockey gear too speaking of which so i just got back from vancouver a couple days ago uh, still, I think today's the last day of jet lag. I think I'm okay now. Coming back okay. this way, not as fun. Going to Vancouver, piece of cake. Like, I'm not even joking. You know, people are like, oh, you must be tired. I'm like, nope, jet lag does not exist in this direction. Not for me. Um, works out well. Like, as I leave it, my flight leaves at 10 out of Frankfurt, and then I land at 11. It's only, it's only a one-hour flight to Canada. Did you know that? Uh, yes, I did know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so one hour, so I land at 11 in Vancouver. And by the time I get home, ha- you know, go for a walk in the afternoon and hang out with people and stuff like that. And, and if I can stay up until, you know, 8.30 or 9, that's it. It's over. I sleep in. I'm good. Off to the races. Coming back, not so much. But but uh, while I was in Vancouver, and how this relates to the, the resale market, is uh, I picked up a full set of hockey gear for my son. That was okay. uh, one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted him to start playing hockey this year, have give it a try. Uh, I'm not sure where to find hockey, hockey gear here. I'm sure you can. There's probably swap meets or something like that. I, I really don't know. Not, not, not one one hundredth as popular here as it is in, in Canada, right? Obviously. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so things are higher priced, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so a, a few friends uh, gave me some hand-me-downs, you, you and your son included. Um, but your son's what, 15? 
Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. So he 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 handed he he gave uh, he gave him to my son. My son's nine, and I figured, okay, you know, obviously it wasn't from when he was fourteen. It's from a couple years ago. I'm assuming his yeah. uh, Jack's pads there, and so uh, you, you know, he gave me those, and I thought, oh yeah, great, that that's very nice. I'll bring him home, you know, just in case, in case, because I I knew our other buddy has a twelve year old son, and he was giving the hand me downs uh, as well. I thought, okay, well he'll wear those, and then maybe next year graduate well it's a good thing i brought both because he fits jack's old stuff oh that's good yeah yeah the other stuff did not get on so it's it's gonna go to get a hand me down to handed down to somebody here um his up the other stuff but um so i got you know you, you i think you gave me leg pads and uh, uh shin guards pants. or whatever whatever we're calling them and pants yeah yeah um so those those are great, and uh, and the socks that look really really cool. And got a, so I bought I bought the other things. I bought another pair of gloves and some shoulder pads and whatnot. Thought I bought them the big ones. Nope, perfect fit. Like oops. Uh, but then the helmet and the cage, the whole deal. So mm-hmm. we're set. Um, and I decided to buy myself some skates. So I went to the the the, the where the, the resale comes in. So I went to the uh, that used store, cheap skates. It's called. Shout out to Cheapskates if you're in in Vancouver. Go to Dunbar and Sixteenth, and they got a great store up there. Um, so how that works? Have you, do you ever go to those kinds of stores? Yeah, I've been there before, not for a while, but yeah, we used to go, especially when the kids were younger and grow out of stuff every six months. We would go to right. those places because it's it's well, really that's where that's value. where it really comes in handy. Like when the kids were little, uh, I used to buy ice skates there. Like every time I would go, if I had a checked bag. I'd, I'd honestly buy four or five pairs of small ice skates because they would be, they'd end up being like $2 or something like that, like, or free sometimes. But how they, they, they do it there, you bring your skates in or whatever it is you bring in, give them a price, like, all right, it's 25 bucks. And then every week, the price goes down by like 20% or something like that. And and so you pay that that price. And so um, I ended up getting a pair of skates for myself because my, my last pair of skates I bought, 1996 so uh you can they're they're just breaking down from being a million years old right sure yeah so uh i was like i haven't bought skates forever happened to see a a slightly used pair there of uh bauer something or others and i was like all right fine they're 30 bucks i'll grab those and then get home and realize saw online i could buy them here brand new for 330 euros so i thought well, that's a good score. Uh, <laughs> that worked out. Yeah. But uh, but then on the but then just they gouge you on the other side because I, I'd flown over with just carry on, but now I have a whole bag full. Like I bought him a bag, the whole deal. Bought a, so a, a hockey bag full of gear. Yeah. I now have to check that bag, and uh, I just walked up as if as if I owned the airline. Like oh yeah, like I'm Lufthansa. I'm Joe Lufthansa, and uh, hoping that he would just go. All right, there you go. Here's your check bag. But then he's like, "No, it's going to cost you." Any ideas? What a what a what a check bag! One check bag, half the weight, by the way, half the allowable of twenty three kilograms for one uh, one Fifty euros. Not too far off. A little bit under uh, ninety three dollars Canadian. Okay. Okay. All right. That uh, seems excessive. <laughs> that seems steep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Just for that, eh? Uh, whew. So I didn't mind saving that 300 euros on those skates because uh, it, it, it went right to Lufthansa. So it worked out. <laughs> wow. that's That uh, seems like that's really inflation. Uh, I don't think that a check bag was that two, two years no. ago. No, no. Check bag was 50 bucks. Uh, the, the last time I bought one was 50 bucks online. Canadian. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then now, now it's, 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 it's more. And uh, I was like, 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 what was I going to do? Just go, ah, not keep it. Keep my son's hockey gear. Uh, yeah. You know, like ultimately it was still, it was still more cost effective than actually buying stuff here. But sure, sure. It does yeah. cut into the margins a little bit. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So I, I was expecting, I was expecting a $75 bill. And so there you go, Lufthansa. Enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, I was in town. A couple of jobs. Um, whirlwind tour. This one was really quick. Like I was like seven days in and out. 
which I don't know, is that quick? That must be quick. Uh, I think for a European to Canada trip, that's probably a quick turnaround just because, you know, the jet lag, like you said, takes, takes a little toll. I think people probably want to come for two weeks. I would imagine. I would imagine. I can't, I mean, for business, I guess some people go for like four days or something like that. But if you were to come over, so, I mean, it does take, by the time you leave your house, like let's say you leave your house and then get to my house um, with layovers and stuff, because it's not a direct flight right to Stuttgart, right? Um, yeah. It doesn't fly YVR to, to tubing an international airport. So you've got to make <laughs> some connections. So right. you're looking at the best, the best turnaround I've ever done. I think door to door is like 13 hours or 12, maybe 12 and a half or something. But that's when you get really like, supremely lucky. Um, but you're looking at you're looking at probably 16 hours to get to my house. Like, right. like if you leave, go through security and all that stuff. Like from the time you walk out at your door to the time you get to my door, figure on 16 hours. So I don't want to do that again. Right. Yeah. I am doing it in three weeks. So that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah doing it again so nice i'll I'll see you again uh we'll be doing the checked bag though i might just check the bag and i might ride in it that's probably (laughs) save me some bucks yeah so yeah there you go uh yeah so i was in town worked for some work from the for a company did some some stuff and then uh the other job is uh my cousin for lack of a better word, is seeking a political nomination for a member of parliament in the federal government. And so he was, he's, he's, he's pounding the pavement, shaking hands, knocking on doors, whatever you call it. And uh, so I was going along filming and, and photographing that process. Um, okay. Far more interesting process than I thought it would be. I, I really wasn't, I was like, all right, fine, yeah, I'll come do that um actually very interesting the kinds of people that you meet that get involved in in anything like that at the ground at the grassroots level um because it runs the gamut of um crazy and all the way up to super crazy uh okay no no there's 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 mostly mostly reasonable people but i can tell you it was it was a pretty good uh pretty good uh experience all all in all so so where are we going to see these uh, this video footage? Uh, is it going to be on television? I assume it's just going to be attack ads on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> isn't that what it works now? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think anyone does TV ads unless they're running for prime minister. Yeah, no, this is really this is really grassroots. So it's not even like it, it's weird how it works. He's not he's not necessarily campaigning broadly, which for an election is a different situation. This is a very specific thing. He's campaigning the the base to make sure he's the nominee in this particular region, um, which I think I can say the region. It's public knowledge that he's running. So this is for uh, West Vancouver, Sunshine Coast, Whistler. If you want to Google it. So I got to hit all those, all those places. That's the good part is I got to go hit Whistler and, and uh, the Sunshine Coast and stuff like that, which are beautiful. So there you go. Okay. Reminder, monthly challenge this month, which we'll do. Today is the first, well, I guess the second by the time you're listening to this, but schedule-wise, uh, we weren't able to, to get it all in. Everybody's um, monthly challenge, get it in by... Uh, today so we will do that next week october the 9th we'll, we'll discuss which i think is probably is that is that uh thanksgiving or is it tomorrow uh no that's thanksgiving is next week huh? for next canadian week, okay. thanksgiving yeah canadian thanksgiving yeah the real the american one. Yeah, yeah 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 okay pierogi day here at my house so that's right. when that'll be um Anyway, shallow depth of field. That's what we'll, we'll take care of next week. Throw it on. Did I say Instagram still? I don't know if we're doing Instagram. I'll, I'll check, but better to throw it on the Flickr site. And uh, we'll talk about that next week. Did you shoot anything interesting, Adam? Uh, I did take some photos at the baseball game last night, but I haven't. Again, I got home late last night, so I haven't uploaded it. I just took the the Fuji X100 and just a few snapshot photos uh, while I was at the game. So maybe, so the answer is maybe. There was a the couple of hardcore fans, like season ticket holders. We were sitting 
really good seats because my motto now as I get older is especially if I'm going to drive to Seattle. So two and a half hour drive to go watch a baseball game is each I'm, way. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. And doing it all in one day. Cause we're not staying overnight and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not doing that for, for cheap seats. Like that's, that's not, that's not me. Well, cheap seats so, aren't cheap either. That's the thing. Well, baseball's different though, right? Baseball's definitely relatively speaking compared to the other professional sports is a lot cheaper um, because there's so many games. So I think right. it's all, it's, you know, it's all relative. So, so a really expensive ticket generally to a baseball game this one's an exception because it was a sellout and resale and end of the season and like essentially a playoff game because it's do or die um the tickets did like for me i, I want to say we paid a hundred bucks a seat so for but we sat seven rows from the field like just kind of in right. behind first base like they were amazing seats we could have bought 15 or 20 dollar seats and sought and sat very far away but that's not the experience i wanted to drive five hours in a day for so right. um yeah my my move was like we're going i'm gonna drive all this time i want to sit and you i want to smell really, the disappointment i want to be yeah exactly i want to be really really close to the action that didn't quite materialize um <laughs> so 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 as as it were like that that i took some photos the guys in front of me were uh, or in front of us were season ticket holders and they were all decked out in the full like Mariners garb and they were really really nice guys and they uh they got the rally caps on at the towards the end of the game they had a uh, several several beers like many beers right and they had they had the rally caps on they did the thing where I I didn't know this is a thing but apparently this is a thing where on top of the rally cap you just you take your shoe off and you put that on your head on top of the rally cap so I guess extra rally luck so yeah that's i'm not sure i'm not sure what the shoe uh that's not standard i've never heard of that in my life okay but they weren't the only ones there was other people around the stadium doing it too so uh i did take a a snapshot i kind of moved to the the aisle and took a snapshot of that so i'm hoping uh i'm i'm hoping that that turns out so maybe our our fan friends uh are gonna are gonna make an appearance uh next week when i or maybe the week after that, I guess, because it's the the challenge next week. But I'll try to pull pull up those photos when when I get a chance. Nice, nice. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. What a great what a great camera to take with you though, too. I, I mean, that's. I well, you're not even allowed. Well, not well. Sorry, sorry. Really? You're not, you're not even allowed anymore in the big venues. You're not allowed to take an SLR. You're not allowed. They like they. But have you don't it, have an so, SLR. No, no, but in their minds, a camera that has a detachable lens. So that's now Which become no. But like, if you took, if you took like the, if you took the the whatever our mirrorless, like that's a detachable oh, okay. lens camera. So you can't take that in. So you, you know, right. that wasn't a thing a few years ago. You could happily take that into the venue, but now it's the, you have to have like essentially a fixed lens camera. Um, to so yours is legal, or did you smuggle yours? Well, the X one hundred is legal. You can't take the other. Well, one. I know, I know, I know it's, I know it's legal by their rules. But it looks like such a kick ass camera that they might just go, oh no, that one not as well. They did ask me about not this time, but I, when I took it to Vegas, I went to a Golden Knights game for the playoffs uh, this past year, and they they did take a good look at it, and they said, oh, you know, is there a detachable lens? And I'm like, no, no, this is just a fix. And they're like, sure, fine. Um, but for whatever reason, they're hung up on that. I, I don't know if that's like a rule because they don't want your photos to be too good. I, I honestly have no clue as to, to why that would be a difference or if it is the thought that, well, now all of a sudden, where do you draw the line? You have people with these big, long lenses that then becomes a distraction right. or something that hinders the experience for your you know person sitting beside you. That's probably yeah. That's a good catch-all actually, to just because no one's gonna have a. Ah, I gotta fix two hundred mil on my. You know, I guess you could have one of those super super zoom crazy ones that people take on Safari now or whatever they are, like the um, what do you call those? Like the the system middle cameras or whatever they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just zoom out, but they're still pretty compact in size. So yeah, it wouldn't, and they're crappy. It wouldn't really be in, yeah, it wouldn't be in the way of of uh, your neighbor. I don't think. No, and if you're going to take a picture of a sports and you're shooting at like f11, then that's not really the thing. So right, no, they 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 they've, that seems to be a pretty good uh, pretty good way to to, to cap that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, so my stuff, I pretty much shot exclusively work stuff, mostly video um, for some projects, and then video and stills mixed for the campaign events. Um, one of the events, so I don't, nothing to really share, like that to show you, but one of the one of the events took place a big uh, meet and greet and rally something talking sign up pledge uh, at a microbrewery on on the Sunshine Coast, which was which was cool, really cool looking venue. Um, decent sized crowd, so I wanted to get a lot of photos, uh, but it was really challenging because it was kind of dim lighting, and they had they had um, one side they had like a bunch of windows, so there's a decent amount of window light, but only right by that edge of the room, and he had the whole upper upper floor, and so I thought, okay, perfect opportunity to bounce some flash, but it was kind of like wood colored walls and then black ceiling entirely okay because yeah. they, they went with that industrial you know that you know that you know the yeah, microbrew yeah. house yeah they all yeah, kind of yeah. look the same uh here's the cement floor and the black ceiling that's what we're going with uh you know so it's like we're filming flash dance in here in this welding place <laughs> and uh i'm sure it's not called a welding place but anyway so i tried a couple to bounce it but it was just not even if it did work it was no point like it was just so inefficient to, to bounce any flash off of that black ceiling or you'd be too far from the walls. And even if you did get some light off the wall, it was it was oddly colored all of a sudden. Right, so we have right. the trying to mix the light. It wasn't enough to just light the entire subject with the flash alone. So what you had was this mix of, of sort of blue sunlight coming in with this weird halogen looking. I'm sure it was LED, but it was this halogen colored awful... Uh, on, in in the room, it looked cool, but like on f- f- uh, f- photographically, it looked terrible when mixed with the daylight, and then throwing in the, the this flash being bounced on on the wood, it was just a hot mess. And so I was like, you know what? Best case scenario I could do would be make black and white, but that's not what we want. We want some nice skin tones of the meet and greet. We don't want this to be a you know a campaign rally from the 1930s. So. Ultimately, I had to just say, you know what? I got to crank the ISO up to like 6,400 because even then I, I couldn't, I wanted to shoot with a 24 to 105 because everything is happening so fast. I wanted, wanted the flexibility from lens to lens. So shooting with the 50 and the 85, which I had on hand, just wasn't doable. And so right. there you go. ISO 6,400 to the red, which on the R6 is fantastic. Yeah. Relatively it's, speaking. And- well, and with the, you know, noise cancellation kind of tools in Lightroom now, I mean, yeah. they're exceptional. So it's not just the slider anymore. It's that if you use that, you know, noise kind of like, I guess, button now that they have in Lightroom, have you used that? Yeah, I and have. Just but the only downside to that is that it, it creates a new DNG file. Which true, true. Your, your library. Yeah, true. But does a great job. <laughs> it looks really, really quite cool. So, so yeah, we ended up getting good results. I, I would have preferred to be, you know, bouncing the, fl- you know, the flash and being able to shape the light and, and, and bring in, you know, artistically what I was, what I wanted. But in a pinch, that's what you do. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, challenge was something Canada, knowing that I, I would be there. So, let's have a look at yours. This is okay. indeed. Do we shoot ours on the same day? Is it? It's possible. Maybe. I think mine was shot on the Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so a couple days ago. Yeah. Okay. So mine was, I was in the air then. So uh, mine was shot on the Tuesday. Yeah. I think you had some good weather when you were here. So yeah, mine is uh, sunny at the beach. So just in Steveston, kind of the, you know, one of my happy places. If like, if I want to be truly happy, then you take Sunny to the beach. Like it is like, honestly, it is like watching pure joy. Like if the, if you could right. bottle pure joy, it's sunny at the beach, just kind of like running around in and out of the water and up and down the rocks. And it's just like, it just, it's just one of those things where you have to see it. And I think the photo that I put in there sort of 
captures that emotion. Like she's just kind of free flowing in the air, running across the uh, the beach, headed towards the water, and she just zips around in every direction. She's so excited. She doesn't even know what to check out first. So it's dashing here and there, and her fur's really long now. And so you know, you got the the fluff in the wind, the ears back. It's uh, I probably took. I don't know, 25 photos and all at just various points of her running into the water, running out of the water, running towards me away. But I like the the side profile of this and also her being just small in the frame. And um, yeah, I, I probably probably uh, keep this one because uh, it just it'll make my wife, the kids, everyone just, you know, reminding of how happy Sunny is at the beach. Indeed, and what's really, really, really great about this one, besides the location and all that, is that is that she is very small. In uh, or does, is it he? Isn't it? She. She. Okay, he said she. I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I didn't check. I, I don't like to just assume pronouns. So <laughs> okay. uh, I know your dog. I know your dog. Um, the uh, no, she's so small in the frame, yet stands out immediately. Like you don't have to search. Like it's it's rare that 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 happens. That you can very well. You know the the subject is one percent of the photo, yet it's very very clear what the subject is. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like that too. Plus, just you know, the sky. Like this is midday, and rarely do I really like a midday photo. But you know, mm-hmm. it's all the things of you know Vancouver and Steveston in September. Like you got this nice kind of warm. Uh, blue sky but cloud kind of day right on the water and it's like mm-hmm. I want to say it's probably 17 or 18 degrees like I'm out there in a t-shirt and maybe shorts I don't know if I was wearing shorts on that day but you can be and you can sort of you know down by the water there's always a bit of a breeze you can kind of feel the breeze or at least I can when I'm when I'm you know thinking about Gary Point and Steveston, I'm like, oh, there's always kind of a breeze down here. So yeah, it's right. kind of a wind blow day. You can see, you know, ripples on the water. It's not, it's never flat water there, right? No, no. For the listeners, like this is a really cool spot. And this is low tide, obviously. Um, yeah. This is a really cool spot. Like where you are uh, is essentially where the Fraser River comes down and meets the Pacific Ocean. Like it's, it's, it's right there. And so if you're looking to the right, uh, the right side, like off in the distance, that that is salt water, and then just in the, the left side of the picture, that's fresh water. It's where they meet, um, which is really quite cool. Which you can't really see. You can't. It's not really something that you you can notice unless you're a boat coming in um, or going out. Actually, I think going no coming in is the is is the the dangerous part because when you're floating out in the salt water, you're very buoyant. And as soon as you hit that fresh water, the boats can dip down really quick because your buoyancy drops so much. Um, so it is very, you have to be very aware there. If you're, if you're boating there, just pay attention. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but it's a very, very cool spot down here at, at Gary Point. And, uh, if you get lucky on a day like that, you get the nice, you know, the nice cool blue sky, but also the, the nice, the colors that pop, which is rare to be able to get. It must be that exact day of the year that you can make it happen. But you got a close up too. This is where the, the, the colors really pop actually. Um, yeah, I did. I took a close up only because there was uh, a log there that somebody had written Steveston and with a little heart and stuff. So um, driftwood, kind of cool looking driftwood. And then I, I have the wide angle on this. So this is the, uh, what is it? 17 to 40? Is that what it is? The yeah. F4, F4 lens, the 17 to 40. So this is kind of uh, one of those weird perspective shots where up close with a wide angle, but I just, you know, had Sonny kind of sit in front of the log and then I was just kind of placing it as a, as a Steveston. So this was sort of a backup shot because the action shots running in and out. I didn't know if, uh, if I was going to get anything with action with the 17 to 40. Um, yeah, it was, it's not my comfort zone of making sure, uh, that I got a cool looking action shot. So the one of the one that I used the challenge photo where she's small in the frame, I think it's shot at like one eight thousandth of a second. So I was pretty sure at an F four on that lens, I was going to get everything in focus, but, um, just as a backup, I, I took the, uh, the other shot, the sunny posing shot, which I also, I also like just a simple little shot. She's not looking right at the camera, but, uh, I do mm-hmm. like that, uh, that cool looking driftwood. And this is again, what, what makes me think of Steveston is like, you know, the sand and the water and the beach, but this, this cool looking driftwood is all over the place. So great for, 
uh, for photographing, uh, you know, people, or in this case, a dog, just because it, it lends an interesting background. I took a photo also of just the driftwood by itself. And then I was like, nope. I like when I just take that yeah. photo without the subject of the dog, or at least that anchor of the dog in the photo or a person, it's just not, I mean, to me, I just can't make it that interesting. So, uh, no. again, went with the, the dog in the shot. So this is a spot where I, I've taken a f- extended family photo of you and your family. And your yeah, in-laws. many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, but that was that was not in the end of September or beginning of October. That was right like mid to beginning of July or like, you know, and, and of course, you know, the everybody, they all have the, the only t- intersecting uh, time frame they have is like, hey, let's do it right at noon. Um, and so... <laughs> We went there on an extremely sunny day, and, and, and so in order to just get like some decent colors, I had to bring a ton of flash power just to sort of battle that sun. So it's, 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 and it worked out. The colors worked out quite well. I think you're all wearing red, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so just so much work involved, whereas you get to walk out on a day like today and get great results. These, these are the days you should pick for, for family photos, by the way. That's what I'm telling everybody else. Pick, yeah. pick now. So, uh, all right. Well, I also shot the the uh, Pacific Ocean or the the maritime thing. One of the days I was working, we went over to the Sunshine Coast, spent the day. So we caught the ferry out of um, uh, West Van there. What do you call it? Horseshoe Bay? Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just giving people something to Google, by the way. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, it's a funny thing because you got to catch the ferry over there, except it's not an island. But you don't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> it's it's attached to the mainland, but there's no roads there, so you gotta right. you gotta go around. You can't go around even if you wanted to. Uh, nothing you would. So you catch the ferry over. So we did. Caught it over in the morning, and uh, we had, uh, like you said, the beginning, the first few days on my trip, we had glorious weather, twenty three degrees or something, and sunny, and then on this day, even though it's called the Sunshine Coast, uh, that was a bit of a lie because it ended up being a little cloudy in the morning and then hammered rain the rest of the day. Nice. Uh, but this was the, yes, yeah, the trip over caught like the, I guess the 9 o'clock, 9.30 ferry maybe. And so this is on the way over. It's just some of the, like up the Gulf Islands there. I guess that's what's, what they're called. I'm not sure what I'm pointing at. But this is on the way in. Uh, I'd shot some video on the ferry, on the ferry deck. And then uh, quickly snap this photo to show off the the beautiful landscape. Right, nice. Um, yeah, I, I like it on a, you know much bluer sky, but this is this is kind of you know what Vancouver looks like around this time of year. Pretty standard, sure. To get yeah. those uh, clouds in and just muted the blues a little bit uh, to make to lower the contrast. So, and then of course I, I'd wanted a photo of myself. Uh, on there since I don't have any hardly ever. So I handed the the photo off to my cousin in between shots and said, here, grab one of me. And he snapped a couple. And then I was like, okay, um, not that. That's not good. And then basically, how do you explain it to people? Like I I ended up having him pose for the picture, snapped one and say, do something close to this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I I mean, it depends, I guess, on who you're asking for help but if you have that comfort level uh with the person that you're asking to take that photo then sure yeah you can you can do that well he wanted he he was he was very well first of all he's 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 self-confident enough to not you know be insulted by that but it's also you know he wants to take good pictures of his kids and so you know if he can learn the quickly the rule of thirds now it's not this isn't perfect the 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 horizon line kind of goes in a weird spot and and uh you know nothing i was going to cry about this was just going for a snapshot this wasn't going on my mm-hmm. wall mm-hmm. uh it'll go on the wall of your, your wife's office at school obviously um she's asked me for a copy uh so i'd like it to be better than that that's a joke adam it's not going to happen right okay Boy, that's a tense for a sec. <laughs> yeah. Um So there's that. Anyways, that's that's the and the boat is called the Queen of Surrey. Evidently, I didn't notice that. I just said, "Hey, just snap a shot of me here with the islands in the background." Right. Right. So yeah. 
All right, topic real quick. So then I'm gonna go and uh, I got stuff to do. I got caught. I, like as soon as I hit the ground here, is it's just work, 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 getting caught up, doing the editing and, and video and all that stuff. But one of the things I picked up. This now this is a little slightly off topic. It has more to do with video. But if you have any interest in in video at all, uh, this might or just technology. So one of the things I picked up before I left, I bought a new set of wireless microphones. Um, okay. This is a sales these, pitch. These, uh, I'm not selling them. I don't make a okay. cut. This is more of a review, but it's it's more of a of a hey, where we are at technology and isn't technology swell? Uh, so I bought the DJI wireless mic setup. Um, there's Rode makes a set, but everyone says the DJIs are better. I don't know if I don't DG know if that's or true. DJ, DJI, like the DJI the company okay. that makes everything now. They make all the gimbals okay. and the drones and the what have you. And um, so, yeah, they, they, they made these these mics. And um, if you need or want wireless mics, these, these are easily, easily my favorite. So over the years, so back like 20, I'm just, just under 25 years ago when I started out and started, you know, needing microphones, I, I bought an ME66 uh, a shotgun microphone, which is wired. So you wire that right in, which is which is great, but you essentially need uh, someone else to run that. Like you put that on the end of a, a boom pole, and you kind of hold that in the scene, and you need someone else to to operate that. So if you want to be a, a a one man gang, you need a wireless mic, like a lav mic. And so at the time, I bought uh, I bought one. The going the going mics back then were called Electrosonic. Those are the big deal ones, about four grand for a set. Uh, really good, but four thousand bucks was a lot of money then, and a lot of money now. Uh, and then, so Sennheiser made some, so I picked up a, a set of that. So all it would be would be like, like basically the the size of two packs of of playing cards put together, would be the transmitter, and you'd put a nine volt battery in that, um, and plug a lav mic in, and and the user would wear that, and then you'd have the the, the exact same thing with a nine volt battery on the camera somewhere. Which, but these okay. things were very heavy, blew through nine volt batteries at an alarming pace, and they they did a good job. But what would end up happening is because it's just it's just a simple radio transmitter. Is any interference in the area, you'd get little, little mic hits like that, like little interference things. So it would drop out, or you'd lose your signal, and there was nothing you could do. You just had to shoot the scene again. But if you were shooting something that's live that was happening you're out of luck. And so that's what I used for the most of my most of my early times. And then a few years ago, uh, these who, who makes them? I forget who makes them. I'm sorry. They came out with these little recording packs. So instead of it being a wireless mic, it's just a it's, it's like half the size of a, a, a deck of cards, extremely light, uses a single A battery, but all it is is a digital recorder. So you plug your lav mic in, put it on your subject, hit record, and just let it go. That's it. Okay. Now, upside, no mic hits anymore. No radio interference at all. Downside, you tell me. What do you think? I'm not sure. Well, you can't hear what's going on, so you can't monitor the audio live. It's just being recorded into the into the you know pocket of your your subject. Oh, I and see. So, okay. and so there's that. So you can't hear what's going on. Um, so if if you know you and you can't adjust levels. Once you would, you can either have auto levels, which no one uses, or you set basic levels and hope that it all comes within there. Now the good good thing is it records to like a tiny little micro SD card and uh, just roll goes and goes and goes and goes. The other downside is you're not recording to the camera. So you're essentially recording two system sound now, meaning you're recording, you know, a scratch track on the on the basic microphone on the mic, and then your real your real audio is coming on the, the secondary device, and you have to sync it up later. Right. And so what that means is you got every time you start and stop, you gotta have the subject clap their hands on camera and then manually sync it up. In your editing program later, right? Which is a lot of work. Now, 
they came up with some technology that matches waveforms. So it will look at the, at the scratch track you record on your camera and look at the recorded mic, recorded one on, 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 your, on the person and actually line it up based on that, except it, uh, it doesn't always work out well with the, the on-camera mic. It doesn't always know where to put it. So it does a good job, not great. Whew. I had to catch my breath on that. You're, you're caught up. Okay. Now, right. which brings us to tomorrow. Uh, no, the uh, so I, I I've been using these for a long time. It's worth the effort. The the workflow is is difficult, but it was really a really a great system until DJI announced their these mics, which are there was little they have these tiny little packs, which I can't even describe how long how big they are. Uh, they're 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 so tiny. Built-in rechargeable Two Smurfs batteries. high or, or smaller smaller than a Smurf? Oh, half a Smurf, I think. Okay. All right. I'm not sure how big the Smurfs are. I'll be honest with you. It's been a while. <laughs> but uh, no, they're very, very tiny. Uh, they come in a case like, like, uh, your, like your AirPod headphones do so that the case itself is a charger. So you, you pop them in. It just charges up the batteries. You get two microphones. Uh, and one receiver that handles both. It handles a left and a right all in one receiver. Before, if you'd wanted to get two mics going, you had to buy two receivers and carry those around, and it was just a massive problem. Now, this little tiny receiver clips into your hot shoe mic, uh, hot shoe mount. You have these two okay. little uh, uh, transmitters, which act as transmitters, but also have mics built into them. So you can just clip it on your shirt if you don't mind a little mini pager being in your shot, which I don't like. Or you can plug a lav mic into them, which and then use, use them strictly as a transmitter. And these work for quite some distance. The, the, the signal is fantastic. Adam, that's not all. Okay, what else? B built into these is a digital recorder. So you get the best of both worlds. So now you can you can you can transmit back to your camera, plug it in, and record the 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 excellent sound live to the track, sync pre-synced up now. Right. But if there are any mic hits, you do have a backup being recorded directly to the unit itself. Oh my goodness! I know you want a pair. You want a set of these? I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I would do with it, but sure, yes. You get lots of good audio, that's for sure. And then the, the cool thing is, is it comes, you can actually, there's an adapter to plug in that you can plug it directly into your iPhone using the, like the iPhone, uh, the port, like whatever you call the, the charging port, whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it plugs directly in there, so you could actually use these with your iPhone. So so they are popular with, with the vloggers as well. Sure. Um, but but for the, the higher end pros, and it just, it's extremely compact absolutely love it so you can also easily easily transfer the files just plug it in via okay uh, so USB cut to the ticket C. price what's what what's the ticket price i want it on a set of these uh i forget what i paid in euros i think in canada you're gonna drop 400 bucks okay seems seems reasonable which it's it's extremely reasonable i mean it, it's one of those things if you're just in a hobby and want to record home video you you can find you like anything else you can find the hundred dollar version on amazon made by a company you've never heard of that doesn't really exist. Um, right. And they, they might work okay. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it's like I, I have a pair of, of really, really cheap wireless earbuds that I wanted to use just strictly for running or biking. Um, and they work pretty good. And they were about 30 bucks. I also have a pair of Apple's earphones, AirPods. And guess what? Four times the price, uh, ten times the product. Right. Right? So yeah. you get what you pay for. This thing is, I cannot believe the complete lack of hassle that I've had with these. This, like, this thing is phenomenal. It has changed my game entirely. This, this little unit combined with the R6, the mirrorless camera with the better autofocus and all that stuff, from what I was using last year, the wire, the the just the recording, the recording packs with the the Mark III and and that fiasco, this has cut my workflow down by, it's knocked seventy five percent off my workflow. 
and and but, the product has gotten at least two to three times better. So there you go. That's good. Yeah, there you go. Selling points. So pick one up. So like, maybe I am selling them. I don't know. Um, I absolutely love them. And, you, you, you know, you, I could plug it into my uh, X100 if I would like. It's so compact. The piece that sits on the, the hot shoe is is so tiny and light that you can't even tell. So I end up using this for a bunch of stuff in, uh, obviously, on, on last week, shooting in Vancouver. But what I really love about it is that to switch with using the mirrorless and this, to switch from video to taking stills is like that. Like you don't even notice that the receiver is on, uh, on the camera at all. And so you can just go ahead and act as if. The only issue is you can't throw a flash on there as well. So if you want to shoot video and be able to shoot flash, then you got to flip in and out. But small price to pay. Right. Okay. So DJI, what? Let's let's really give this a uh, a, a full uh, advertisement. I think it's just DJI wireless. Okay. I don't know. All right. I never. Right. I never. I'm not actually selling them. So, but if you I do feel like our listeners so far, are all like, "Hey, let's get a set of these." So yeah, that's what if, I'm trying to. If you have any anything, well, it's like what is a? So I, I bought a, a GoPro a couple of years ago. Now I'm not an action sports guy. I don't. I don't do radical windsurfing off the in the in the English channel. So do I need a GoPro? No. Did is it one of the best purchases I've ever made? Yes, it is. Like my home movies are awesome. You know, for me, I'm not putting them on a global scale, but I shoot all kinds of home movies that I never would have shot before. Um, and so it comes in really handy. Now you're right. I, I don't know that you would have a ton of it. I mean, unless you wanted to mic your son up for like a baseball game or something, which you could totally do. Uh, you could find a spot on him where it wouldn't, it wouldn't get damaged. It would be cool. Although your son's pretty quiet when he plays. So I'm guessing you wouldn't get anything. Um, so it'd be that kind of stuff that you'd want to be able to, to do if, if you so desired. Yeah. Highly recommend maybe maybe Check. maybe if if I had younger kids and I just wanted to make my home movies better, but all those movies now, uh, yeah, the, like we're not making a ton of home movies anymore with with my teenagers. So I I feel like no. it's not 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 in the marketplace for me. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that you know for four hundred bucks would probably mm-hmm. be a a fun, a fun toy. Check it out. All right, uh, I know that wasn't photo, but it's video. It's close, right? Sure. Uh, challenge. Next next week is our monthly challenge, and that is shallow depth of field. Throw that up on uh, the Flickr group. Throw it there. We'll, we'll join in there. We need. We don't have any discussions yet. No discussion groups. We, sh- we should set one of those up and discuss uh, things. Uh, okay. That that we that we do. Um, the end. Also, I guess I'll check Instagram, but maybe don't bother. I think we're done with them. So there's that. We'll talk about okay. that next week. All right. Uh, websites, Adam not doing it. Me, I have like 19 of them evidently based on my my MasterCard uh, bill. So there's that. Uh, but go to alanatridge.com or holtzfellerwoodworking.com or the two of us at twohosers.com where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it until next week. Get out there and make better photos.